Welcome to Confessions from the Couch, a podcast created by three Black women for Black women. A platform to have raw discussions, give advice, empower each other, and to share what's on our minds, even if we weren't asked. We are your hosts, Liv, Mira, and Laisha. Come join us on the couch. Confession 205, to be honest, was trending. All the things that are going on in society, things that you see on social media, that you're hearing about, just a bunch of randomness from BBLs all the way down to fake happiness. So let's get started. A bunch of randomness? Trends are random. Are they not? The crate challenge is random. It came out of nowhere. Yeah, I just, my mom was trying to show me that today, but the randomness kind of like, we just talk about anything. Y'all took it like that. Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about BBLs, y'all. Obviously, I feel like that's like a huge trend and it's been a trend for some years now. Um, I don't really, I'm not gonna lie. Everybody has issues with their body in some sort of way or form. So before, when it first was a thing, like I would be like, oh, like Nicki Minaj, like, oh, I want my butt a little bigger and my stomach a little flatter, but like learning more about it and seeing like how dangerous this is. Like this is the number one most dangerous surgery ever. Like it has the highest fatality rate and no one's talking about this. Everybody's just talking about the body you get after, but it's like a lot of money. You have to get like blood massages, scar tissue massage. Like it's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, like if you, I forget what it's called, but you have to get like a blood massage and it like squirts your blood out your body. And then you have to get like drainage and stuff. So you have to basically move this tissue because it can scar and not look right. It's a whole lot that people don't tell you about. They just think, oh, surgery, snip, snip. I got to bring in body. And it's, it's not what it is. Yeah, it is a very invasive surgery. And I don't think people like really get that, but Hey, if they want to do it, I mean, it does sound good. It does sound good because I, I kind of thought about it after be, after watching um Doctor Miami and <laughs> for like yeah, this looks real good, but I don't think it's like really worth it. You will add on to your butt, you hell's yeah. I don't got enough, girl. Just you know, I mean, I have enough. You could they could throw away the fat from my stomach, but you could add some of it to my butt. Cause I think I need some, I need some a little bit in there. So, <laughs> yo, I could never like I to each his own. Like, right? We do different things, but to me, spending my money that way because insurance isn't paying for it. To spend my money that way makes no sense to me. Like raising money to go get a BBL, go get anything like your boobs done. And then how toxic is the only first time I heard about it, honestly, was when the first time was Kay Michelle. And she got really sick because I was watching, I think it was like Love and Hip Hop or her own show. And that's the first time I heard about this. And I was like, you know, people like it's really making people sick out here. And then it it gets a little bit weird when you hear people around you that, you know, talking about it of like. Not even if you don't know them personally, just like you met them through somebody. Like I met a girl through somebody else and she was like, yeah, my boyfriend paid for me to go get this done. 
he paid for you to go get your butt and your breast done? Like, but that can like go both ways. Like she could have been saying that, oh, she wanted to get it done. And he said, okay, he's going to pay for it. Cause you know, men fantasize over these things too. So it's like a plus plus. I'm so, not worried about him paying for it. I'm just like, not that he coerced, coerced her into doing it, right? I mean, but it could go that way you, too. It could go that way too, which is a problem too, but. But Shorty came out of his pocket and paid for this stuff almost cost like what, a hundred grand? Or more? How much I, I, don't how much, I don't know how much it costs. that much. Breast and boobs but, together? It gotta be. I don't I don't think I think it's it's like definitely you said in breast and boobs together. That's okay. the same thing. I meant boobs and breast. <laughs> you said the same thing again. You mean butt. I said butt and, and boobs together. Oh. <laughs> so it says the BPL average cost is about it could be three thousand to thirty thousand. And obviously oh, upwards to that. 3, it's What's definitely that? the double digit thousands. Yeah, the three thousand you probably going to Jose on the corner. <laughs> but thirty thousand sound like thirty fifty sixty sounds. Oh, that's Let's a lot. Jose on the corner. I'm so weak. Oh. <laughs> Count payment on the house. But no, because no, the whole Jose on the corner thing. Like obviously, there's American doctors who do it, and that's when the whole traveling thing comes in. Because why are you traveling for a better doctor or for a cheaper rate? So I don't I don't know why people get these. But before people were even like traveling to these other places, because again, you need a passport, you need money to travel and all of that stuff. People were like going in basements and doing this type of stuff and injecting whatever. And that's really where a lot of the fatalities come from because they're injecting silicone into their bodies without like I guess like any protection or whatever like that and then it's unsafe environment not sterile people are not understanding that this is like hardcore surgery like very invasive and the stuff that you're putting into your body is toxic first of all you don't even know what they're putting into your body and these are not even freaking doctors just like people who learn from probably somebody else and like I could do a thing just comes down to like the same thing of people doing abortions in the basement too yeah. but you know I guess it comes down to like desperate measures lead to however the same goes but that's that desperate times call for desperate measures yeah so then now we got people traveling all the way to Turkey to, um, Columbia, the DR, yeah. But when did we get to a point where we don't love us that much to travel to these places because you are that like I get it like it it could be like a depression thing or like your mind plan tricks of like yeah you're fat you're ugly like if you just had a little bit more here then this would happen type of thing but like when that's do all you need girl that's all you need that is all you need to drive you to do crazy things and i'm gonna leave Wait, my little therapy heightened. huh i said i'm gonna leave my little therapy spill alone because your friends ain't telling you to go to therapy because when you talking about this to somebody you're not making the decision and just going and nobody knows that you're doing this but therapy <laughs> therapy is fairly new oh i could we could say therapy is trendy now too very true. We could put that on the trends list. We could deep dive into that. Yeah. 
I was just saying, um, I feel like social media has heightened it. Um, I remember being in like middle school and my cousin was dating this white girl and all she dated was black guys and she got her lips done and he paid to get her boobs done. So I feel like I've heard about people going on like the sneak and like probably going to underground people to get it done. But I feel like with social media, it's in everybody's face. So before people could just get it done, not that many people know unless they personally told you, but now everybody's posting about it. So I feel like with that pressure, like it's just weird because with trends, I feel like before big lips weren't a thing and now they're a thing. Like people kind of just waited out their turn and then obviously like this thing might become popping at some point or it's not that deep. You're gonna love yourself regardless. You're not gonna get a whole surgery. But social media is at our dispense every day and you see how many people with bbls and celebrities glorifying it and people looking up to celebrities so i feel like with social media it's a lot more pressure to get it done and you see so and so getting it like like laisha said it's starting to hit home i know a few people personally that have gotten a bbl so with normal people getting it, it's not just like a celebrity thing that's unobtainable i feel like more people are getting it but it's like wait it out big butts weren't always a thing like and now it's trendy so just love yourself man like you don't have to change that is so i don't know i don't know i I just feel like everything goes out easier ways to get money easier ways to make money (laughs) and also like it's more easier to attain money, like to make money. So I definitely think it's a lot easier for everybody to like, you know, to get the money, even though it like seems like really a lot of money, but people be working four or five jobs and now you got these little things you can be doing online just to make a little bit of money. So, hey, (sighs) and they be still living where they living at. I was about to say, I feel like our generation is just so reckless, reckless when it comes to stuff like that. Like your priorities have to be so messed up that you about to work extra hard, save up all this money just to get a BBL, but you still about to go back to your apartment that has mice and holes and stuff in it. So like, <laughs> not like having mice isn't okay, whatever. I'm gonna just skip past that part. But I'm just saying, like. You can make your living situation better, but you're saving to obtain something for looks. Is that BBL going to get you? A, well, it might get you a job. It might. It might get you a man, too. But, like, it's just, it's, it, it don't make sense. It can make sense, y'all. Priorities are all in the wrong place, I think. But, like, if you want it, that's fine. And you could get it. Sure, why not? But I also think that you should be doing that with your priorities aligned. Like, you should already have that job that you want. You should be working towards whatever goals you want. Because at the end of the day, like, yes, your body look good, but what else you got going for yourself other than your body? Because after a while, if you do not, and that's the thing, too, people forget. You have to maintain this body that you are obtaining. If you're not going to maintain it, and it's going to sag. But also, let's not forget, you get older, not younger. So the older you get, the more your body still looks young while you are aging. 
your face <laughs> your face is aging and then if you forget okay i'm now hitting 49 50 and i don't want to go to the gym no more your body gonna start looking like 49 and 50 is it or 60 or probably hit 60 <laughs> i can't oh my god but I feel like the whole BBL thing, like if you really have a bad self-esteem and you feel like this will seriously improve it, then honestly, I don't agree with it, but I'm all for people wanting to like self-improve. I think when people get gastric bypass, they have to like, I don't, I could be wrong, but I think they have to go through like whole therapy sessions so that their mental is right because multiple things can happen, but you can get the surgery and not get the attention you want it. So you're still mentally in that dark place because just because your body looks different doesn't mean your personality is any better. But I think it would help if people had to go through some sort of therapy to make sure they're getting it for the right reasons. And this is truly what they want to do and not them, oh, I got the money, let me just go get a BBO. Like, I feel like having some sort of something would help. But this brings up another thing when you say that too. A lot of these people, they get no's a lot of doctors will tell them no and that that's what i forgot to bring up too this is the reason why a lot of people travel internationally to get bbls because a lot of doctors here are telling them no there's a lot more restrictions in the u.s than there is in other countries so and people don't listen people just do not listen like you could be putting your life on the line when doing this type of stuff um I feel like with bypass surgery, it's a lot more into it. Like you gotta lose weight beforehand. You gotta, you know, you gotta be under this certain weight gain. I mean, I don't think there's much like obese, obese people that's like um getting like BBLs and stuff. But with the bypass surgery, that's like a main thing. You have to lose weight beforehand, and then you get the surgery. But a lot of people still blow up right after. So, hey. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. And that could lead us into people living beyond their means. <laughs> Again, oh my gosh. That is a main thing. I've seen a chart of like somebody making like they weren't making that much money, probably about $35,000 a year, which isn't much. And they're basically all their expenses, okay, all your main expenses and whatever else and, you know, nice things that you like to do too. And then all you're saving is $500 for that entire year. What are you doing? Ooh, a year? I thought you were going to say a week. That's not bad. $500 a week? That's well, not- no, because if you're bringing home $35,000 for the year, think about how much you're bringing home monthly. Sure. You can't take out of that $500 a week and put up unless somebody else is paying your bills. This is why mm-hmm. a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck because they want all of these nice things. Mm-hmm. But gotta be smarter. I don't know. I feel no, like uh, no shade on people actually living paycheck to paycheck because life is hard and I do think that you yeah. need to serve to live you know how you feel fit but at the same time i don't think anybody should want to live paycheck to paycheck but so let's talk about like the people who may be making like a little bit more and they have like a little bit disposable or 
mm-hmm. guess I don't know the different ways we can approach this but like say you get a promotion and say you were making 35k and then that 35k was enough to pay your bills and you had some money left over just because you get a promotion doesn't mean you should spend more like I feel like a lot of people think oh I, I'm making more so I can spend more on this no this 35k was meeting all your needs so you can invest this money you can save this money you can put it away like just because you're making more doesn't mean spend more and then I also feel like it, it could go back to social media like people want to fit in with the Joneses and people want to be one of the people who also have designers so let me spend my entire paycheck just so I can get this Louis bag so I can look like I got it mm-hmm. so it's just like why are we trying to impress people it's not that deep I just feel like if you want it and you can afford it cool but if you can't afford it it's going to be a hardship you impressing people that don't like you they're going to forget last week that you had this Louis bag so what are you really doing it for exactly I think like one is okay but like let's not make it a thing (laughs) let's not make it a thing Good rich is a, literally a, a term I want to coin because I call it almost all the time. Good rich. Like, good rich. Oh. Good rich to me is you living beyond your means. It's like you live in a hood or not even that. You make a certain amount of money that's still you making below the poverty poverty line. And yet you're spending money on, think, especially you spend on designer people who don't care about you. Who don't give a damn about who you are, just want your money. And all of these big companies are racist, and yet you spend your money and give them because you want the name brand. Mm-hmm. Good, Rich. Oh, so, yep, that's what Hood Rich is. <laughs> it's, I don't get it. I honestly do not get it. Like, I, I'm a woman who, like, I'm a scratch. I'm a woman who loves nice things and want to like you want to have the final things in life, or you just want to give yourself or treat yourself, which you should. But it's it's like I don't know. I think it's also a mentality thing, it's also a culture thing. It's mm-hmm. black people as a whole have never been told how to save for anything. So wealth is what we have now. And not what we accumulate to get to. Mm-hmm. And generational wealth and ge- uh, gener- generational poverty is very real among us because it's like nobody taught you how to save, nobody taught you how to open a bank a bank account, nobody taught you how to stop, invest, any of these things. And so we're all learning through the means of like social media or like little gems we hear every so often from somewhere of like cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. And don't really understand what all these means, but new apps are coming out. And so you're basically getting all your materials that are researching for yourself off of social media. And so it's like quick schemes to get money, but not actually generating something for yourself. So it's, you're going to continue to live like that. Yeah. I've just never understood the whole, the whole thing with the hood rich thing. I've just never understood that because it, it kind of looks weird. You decked out from head to toe, and then you still at the corner doing whatever the hell you're doing, and it just it just doesn't look right. I'm just like, if you could afford that, like imagine like 
if you were to like you know just save a little bit more you can actually get out the hood and do whatever you want and everybody has this aspiration of you know oh, i want to get out the hood it's just old talk because yo i still gonna be living here five years from now like i get it of like because i'm saying the best of both worlds right it's like sometimes odds are stacked against you but what are you doing to put forth instead of like this is what I grew up in. This is what I want. But the only way to get it is if I do this or do that or do this, like illegally, basically. Mm-hmm. And like the faster you get money is the faster you spend it, essentially. And so I don't know, like with the corner boys, like I just don't, I don't get that. <laughs> we all know somebody. <laughs> we went away to school and we came back and they still want to corner or doing whatever else they were doing. The corner boys. That's interesting. <laughs> it's like weird because I feel like there is that very small percentage that wants to get like, especially adults. They want to get treat themselves to stuff because they didn't have it as a child. But I feel like that's a very small percentage. And then also, wait, 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 what? What? So I think on Blackish. Dre wears Jordans around the house like that's all he wears because as a kid he couldn't afford it mm-hmm. so now he can it's like I'm doing this for like because I couldn't do it back then but I feel like that's a very small percentage of the population like that's not everyone's thing like oh I couldn't get this when I was younger so I'm a ball out now I just feel like people just make dumb decisions and it kind of makes me think of the PPP scandal because there's a website that'll tell you like who all did it in your town and it's like seeing the people who actually did it and seeing where they are now it's like like Laisha said the faster you get money is the faster you spend it if you're not mentally in the space to like handle your funds correctly twenty thousand dollars could honestly it can't change your life but it could do something and to see people get that amount of money and they're still riding SEPTA, they're still on drugs, they're still partying every weekend. It's really sad. It's just, it's, it's but I mean, I don't really know how we can do better though. I get, what you mean. <laughs> I get what you mean with that, but at the same time you committed fraud. So like, are you really going to be thinking about the big things? I mean, technically, yeah, right. oh, right. if we had this amount of money, like, we would do all of this with. But, like, mm-hmm. I feel like if you're committing fraud, you kind of have to use it, like, fast money also, too, at the same time. Which I don't understand how people thought they was going to get away with it, but... I feel like they didn't have to, like, spend it fast because it's been over a year and people are just now slowly starting to get it caught up with them or is slowly starting to catch up with them. So I feel like they had some time to spend it. But like you said, they got it through fraud. So obviously mentally they started off in a messed up place. So they're not going (laughs) to try to make the best out of it. Exactly. I'm trying to get me this money so I can go do whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> this also makes me think about you know like um when you go to parties and you're always seeing the whole bottle service um thing mm. that is my grind oh my gosh i don't understand how people is are affording to pay for these bottles 
once or twice, okay. But you got people doing this thing every single weekend. And I'm just like, yo, this stuff is expensive. I mean, y'all are paying about quadruple to triple the amount that a bottle is at the liquor store. For the the look and feel of it, though, it's like you want people to see that you can afford this luxury. And I'm putting afford this luxury in quotation marks for a reason of you can't really afford it. You probably put it on a credit card and then go home crying, asking yourself why you did it. (laughs) I I feel like it was a reality show. And I don't know if it was like growing up hip hop and they were in there spending money. And he was like, why did I spend all that? The next day he was like, why I spend all that money? Because you're not making conscious efforts to realize that you are living beyond your means because you're trying to, one, either look popular for people who don't even care, (laughs) to impress people who won't even care about you the next day after the alcohol is gone, or three, you just dumb as hell and just like, I don't understand. When you when you in a section, chances are it's a dark club, it's very loud. So everybody who's not in your section, they have no idea what you look like. They don't know your name. So you're not really flexing for them. They might see the bottle walk by for five seconds. Woo, it's over. So you're flexing for people you're in the section with. Like nine times out of 10, they're most likely your friends. And if they are your friends, they know your situation. So what are you making bad decisions? That's what that is. Or my other option is it's a whole bunch of them. Just probably like what, three bottles and y'all barely paying any money just to get what? A couple sips. (laughs) <laughs> out of the alcohol and all y'all passing around this one bottle let me take a picture let me take a video of this one bottle that y'all probably got i mean you know it's limitless like <laughs> anything you have to pay so i think to sit in those sections you have to pay at least like a hundred dollars right on a bottle it depends girl a hundred dollars a hundred dollars is cheap in upwards that's minimum yeah. i'm saying yeah I mean, I get doing it for like a special occasion, but a hundred dollars is not cheap. That I guess it's cheap for it's cheap for that purpose. I'm saying a hundred dollars to me is not cheap. I guess because that's not where I will spend my money at is in a club on liquor. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's insane. Like I could spend a hundred dollars at least. I could think of in ten different ways before I spend it on that. No, it'd be costing more money than that. That's five times point. cheaper. Like, especially when I can go to the liquor store and and get it for 20 or 30, 50. Like, I don't what? understand why that bottle is that much in the club. It's, it should never be that much. It don't even cost that much in a liquor store. And Unless people you- know it's not that price. And you letting somebody literally rip you off. Like, so, she like, we could even do the math too because, like, you buying drinks at the club. Okay, you're not buying bottles. You're buying drinks at the club. That shit is overpriced also. Yeah, so like, that's true. We bought some shots um, this past weekend. So it was about $15 per shot. Then we end up looking up how much the liquor was. And the bottle cost about, what, $45, $50. So, like... <laughs> mm-hmm. 
two shots is like $30 already. You already halfway paid for that one bottle and you only got how much ounces out of that. So it is crazy. So, I mean, what I would suggest for living within your means is to buy your alcohol at the liquor store, drink before you get to the club. You can buy one or two drinks when you get to the club. And then you can probably sustain, if you, if you like beer, you can sustain your high or your tipsy with a beer and you'll come out a lot more cheaper. And that's what I do if I am trying to stay, you know, lit or whatever. This may be so irrelevant, but I'm still stuck on this section thing, right? Why do you have a section? You're not sitting down. If you had a club, you're not sitting down. It's couches over there. Why are you in a section with all these people in that little itty bitty box paying for that's the thing too you have to pay to be there in most clubs you have to pay for the section plus the bottle but it don't be that much like crazy amount but you have to buy like the bottles because it comes it's a package so maybe you're paying for like the bottles which be like a crazy amount sometimes depending on what kind of party you're going for that crap is like a thousand dollars Yes, a thousand dollars. I have seen these crazy prices. You get a couple of bottles, but probably like three bottles or so. But it's still not enough. No, still not enough. A lot of bottles. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's a no for me, dog. We just going It's just. It's just a look. You don't have everybody look at you when the bottle girls come around. Chum, 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 with the lights. I put my around. own lighters. Those don't even be for sparklers. Those are the little lights that you get from Amazon. Fat dollars. And they putting it with a bottle around her cap and just walking around. Funny as hell when they go out halfway. Yeah. You ever see all the sparklers? The sparklers go out halfway like sis. I need to get my whole show. Like, no. Oh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Poor thing. It only may it only makes some time. It makes sense to do whatever y'all call it again, I forgot what was the name of a section. Only sometimes like for like special events, but people think that that's right. like, a thing to do all the time. And it's just like, oh, look at me. Oh, we're going to get the girls. You know, nine times hey, of the leaving out flocking, the though. Huh? Groupies do be flocking though. Girls do be trying to get in the people's section. I'm not even gonna lie, they do. They yeah. definitely do. So if their goal is to get girls, it might work. But then they still but might. Then are you getting the wrong? Well, they might be the right type of girls. Who knows? Or they might just go sit in your section as soon as the club over by. Like I was just using you for your section. I don't know. Just for drinks, just for a cup. Like seriously, girl. Right. A drink probably depends. It depends though. Like depends on the club that you go for. Maybe you could get a drink for eight dollars, maybe fifteen dollars. I think fifteen dollars is like this is crazy on the, on the high end. $15. My, my last couple places I went to drinks was twenty dollars minimum. Really? Oh my gosh. That's why I buy one drink and yeah. I'll be looking at people. I'll be at the bar looking at people. What they got, I don't really know. Well, what multiple got, drinks, but oh. they'll give in their money, and I'll look at to see like how much money they getting back. If they ain't getting no money, <laughs> if they ain't getting no money back, I'm rationing it out. Like, okay, I can only get one drink because 
we not about to do this. I'm not about to be spending $60. Just, no. Water is free. Girl, water don't even be free. Water be expensive. It's not no dollar. Like, <laughs> you be paying $3 for water. Like, Give me that tap. Give me that tap. I be dehydrated if I buy Listen. Listen. Dehydrated, I'm sorry. I'll have to be like totally drunk in order to like say, oh, I really need water. But nah, you don't even do that. Can I get a cup of ice? And let it melt? Yeah. Can I get a cup of ice? That's what you do. Yeah. Nobody buys yeah. water. It's what? Ice. Yes. <laughs> nobody pays for water. <laughs> yeah, nobody be paying for water. It's like, can I get a cup of ice? I'm not about to spend all of that money now. And it'd be mad hot too, so you might as well. <laughs> so we can either go two ways with this because we didn't definitely talk. This could lead yeah. to happiness or social media. Which way y'all want to go? Hmm. <laughs> we can do like it'll be, a lot of this leads back to social media. Yeah. So fake happiness? Yeah, because I was thinking about that too in the terms of like how they're putting on the show and so it's just like people try to gain their happiness through other people of just like or showing that they're happy and capturing it in fake moments and putting it on social media and deep down inside they're like miserable and just want some attention some type of love or just like unhappy with themselves so they're trying to fill it with a void of just like going out and drinking and splurging what you call it you know that um tiktok that's going around and the stupid voice name that one time you were unhappy or blah 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 mm. blah that's so serious voice girl having fun in the videos but the song the the song is playing uh, some sad song you you never seen that tiktok i seen okay. it i know which one you're talking how's about how's it go I, I'm not about to sing on here. <laughs> I'm not singing, sing. Like, what is it? What is it saying? It'll be like, name, name a time that you were at your lowest. Yeah. And basically, every time that people would post a time at their lowest will be like, they look normal or they're like laughing or it looks like a grand old time, but they were actually at their lowest. Yeah, it was like, name a time you were, yeah, name a time you were at your lowest and no one knew. Okay. And they start singing that song. I'm about to sing on here. <laughs> I think once you hear the song, is like you'll realize, oh, it's that one. But <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I feel like um, a lot of stuff. So I noticed like I would just post like my food and post pictures. And I'm like, this is a regular ass meal. I'm not at no extravagant place. Why do I feel the need to post everything? So I usually, I'm not on Instagram right now, but I would try to make it a point to take breaks because I'm just so focused on getting the shot that I'm not actually enjoying the moment. And I feel like a lot of us do that. Like we're just so worried about posting it on our Instagram that we're not actually living in the moment. And sometimes we actually have to put our phones away and just enjoy the moment. <laughs> but it is sad. I feel like on social media, a lot of people, I think back in the day, people used to, I'm, I'm the type of person, I'm open. So if I'm sad, I would probably post that. But I feel like usually people are only posting their highlights. So 
I think it's like kind of frowned upon when people are like posting like, y'all, I'm not having a good day today or no one's going to care. Like people just want to see the good stuff. So I feel social media, it's just a highlight reel and no one's actually posting like, actually, y'all, I'm not okay today. I mean, I personally do, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. I think it is okay to say like, I'm not okay today. I think it's completely fine, but it's the fact that, so like, say, you know, somebody, you know, shit is going south and then they post in all of this and then you're like kind of confused like you know people are really putting on a front for social media i mean if you feel a certain way i feel like at that time you shouldn't even be posting anything i feel like if i'm in a down place or whatever i'm not gonna post that oh i'm sad or something like that but i just won't post anything for that moment because that's not how i'm feeling but people tend to say like oh what you call it um I just post things on here just for funny, you know, like just to post or something like that. Meanwhile, they damn well be lying. It'd be, it'd be very relatable. And this is the reason why you're reposting it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. First one, it is okay for you to say, I'm not okay. That is, please do that for yourselves. Mm-hmm. But two, <laughs> like I've seen that where people just like, yeah, like I just, I agreed in the moment. No, you are reposting because that's how you actually feel. Like right now. Mm-hmm. But own that. And I think it's because people want, I, I agree with me, like people want to see you when you're only happy, especially on social media. Because a lot of people like are on social media for likes. And like people scroll, like you're scrolling. You're not really. Instagram makes it so like Facebook is where more words, right? And so you get to see more of what somebody writes and go through versus Instagram. It's you're scrolling through and mm-hmm. just seeing photos or it might be a post with words on it, but you're not really, you could just double tap and keep going. And no one's like, oh, wait, what's to check in really with that person and like what they're going through. Mm-hmm. But if you cry on social media, you'll get a lot of likes if that's what you want. <laughs> Why are we liking really? somebody crying on social media? People probably look at it depends. It depends. You'll get a lot of you will get a lot of um what's that thing? Attention if you do do those things. I mean, you, people will think it's attention seeking, but like it doesn't have to be as dramatic as that. Like if you think that you're not gonna get likes, like it could just be something normal or like a regular feeling. People don't understand that a lot of things that we go through every day is very relatable to everybody. Yeah. So, and people don't think about that. It had just has to be like lavish or out of this world to think that people's gonna like certain things. But hey, that's that. I know like I, pers- I personally will post because for multiple reasons, but first, it's okay to be sad and it's okay to experience other emotions besides happiness all the time. Um, I feel like when people are sad, we always try to fight it instead of just going through the motion and dealing with whatever we're going through. But I feel like YouTube started off as my outlet like years ago when I was in college. I didn't tell anybody about it. I would just post and that would just be my way of getting it out there. And then it kind of became like, well, maybe this could help somebody or maybe like someone can relate to this and see like, it's not the end of the world, get your shit together. You know, like 
that's why I personally post it. I don't post it for like sad stories because honestly, I feel like if we're being real, people don't care if you're having, uh, the majority of people don't care if you're having a sad day. So I'm not about to just post I'm having a sad day for someone to hopefully care. Like I try to post it to get through it myself and to possibly help other people. But I'm not about to sit up there and cry on social media because people, oh, that's sad keep it pushing like I don't I honestly don't think the majority cares which is sad but it's reality but I think it's a difference too of like you're just posting like I'm sad when you can literally talk to the people that you're close to and tell them mm-hmm. versus you're putting it like with you like what you do of like I'm going through this and it's more elaborate so if you're posting like a little thing of like I'm sad today most people probably won't care which is probably sad because most people are thinking like why they just go talk to their friends or whoever they talk to like and telling every because let's be honest the amount of followers or friends you have on instagram are not people that you actually always talk to or no we do not consistently communicate with these people i wouldn't even i'm not gonna say every day because we don't even talk every day but like every couple of months or least twice a month that you communicate with more often than not versus mm-hmm. you it's like I went through this and I wanted to share this because it could touch and probably support somebody else going through it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. We just need to be a little bit better. People are shallow. At being more human than just fake. Very true. Yeah. Simple as I think people have lost empathy in the world, like, or they forget that they're, like, I think they forgot the piece of, like, humanity of we all go through something. And at one point in time, you met a stranger who made your day just a little bit better. And even, like, a stranger mm-hmm. in the sense of, like, again, y'all might not, they're still a stranger if y'all don't communicate every day. Like, y'all probably went to middle school together, but haven't talked in years. But just like a small reconnection here and there can make somebody's day. Mm-hmm. True that. Like in public and random people I don't know will like do something nice because not that I go around thinking the world is an evil place and is miserable, but it's like if you're walking down the street, the chances of somebody saying like, hi, how are you? Or smiling at you is, are pretty slim. So when people do that, it's like, it's a reassuring feeling like the world is still good. And honestly, like if that happens in like the beginning of my day, like the rest of my day, I'm just on high. Like everything's rainbows and butterflies. The world is such a beautiful place. So I feel like <laughs> even from like random strangers, it does make a difference. Like It doesn't even have to be like, how are you doing? Like, and keep it pushing like that. I, I just smile, y'all. Y'all couldn't hear that, but just <laughs> smiling, or just holding the door open for some people, like just minor, minor things. I'm having this car. Actually, before that, living I went to Costa Rica. It was the most beautiful and best probably experience I've ever had in a very long time of just like people being nice, just because they're being nice. Like it wasn't. I don't know. It's, it's, culture. it's just the culture. And that's like the huge difference is just the culture. Cause they'll have like a lot of people I've been to other places too. And they'll say like, if you have the bus stop, 
they'll say like good morning or good afternoon. You think we doing that over here? And the no. United States is so different because I was having a conversation with someone and I was just saying just like the simple thing of just saying good morning to someone. Like people always like, okay, yes, I walk around. I have, a, what is it? A resting face. It can happen. I grew up in DC. It happened. Excuse me. <laughs> but I also nine times out of 10 and probably the one walking around saying hi to people and smiling and people are then asking me, why am I smiling? Why do you want to take away my joy? Because you're miserable inside. I've heard like people even like say good morning to somebody and they like give like a stink face. Like, why are you speaking? Like, <laughs> people are like, what the heck, bro? You can't say one word back. You can't just smile and just nod your head. Like, like you the white people do. They it's like a half corner smile and then it droop real fast. <laughs> good for that. I'm good for that. <laughs> As much as that annoys me, at I'm least they acknowledge something. I'm good for that. Before I talk to you, that's what I'm doing. I'm giving you that little, mm, then okay. Like, why are you talking to me? I feel like I'm one of those people that y'all talking about low-key. Be like, somebody say good morning. I'm, I'll low-key think like, why did they want to tell me good morning? <laughs> because people are genuine genuinely nice in the world Liz. like, like sometimes, no because like i mean which is nice but you don't see that very often so it's kind of weird about like what was that person thinking today like this is not what we <laughs> no, do. what were you thinking today and that's the point no and that's the morning. okay not the <laughs> it's not really the good morning but like okay if somebody tells you hi or they'll just like some random nice gesture it's just like so kind of weird like somebody randomly coming up to you and talking to you let's not even go there because yeah. like that too. you're like that too. <laughs> she is like that too so that's my introvert that's not me that's my introvert side though that's not me saying i don't want you talking to me it is just it is very okay so something like that happened when living out in Costa Rica we were going out on his boat and this random girl just walked up and was like hey are y'all going which was fine right but then homegirl proceeded to go into a whole conversation sometimes I'm just not ready for a whole conversation <laughs> ask me if I want to talk to you like honestly oh but <laughs> and that's the problem too y'all that's the problem I too People trying to break boundaries and be nice to people, and you get met with why you trying. Like, but sometimes people aren't in that space, and I wasn't in that space in the moment because I was just like trying to figure out what was going on. Because we, it was pouring down, raining. We were trying to figure out the boat was still going, and then figure out it was a whole group of people just swarmed in, and it was like, who are these people? And then Shorty Low just come walking over, asking names. And then make a conversation. Well, she was really cool. But- listen, listen. We was in a different country. Mind you, she said the whole vibe in Costa Rica was different, right? So you would think that she would assimilate to that vibe at the moment. Why is this getting up? She's like, she was really, I'm like, Laisha. Like, you I'm like, that was me. awkward. It was very <laughs> awkward at first. Except Ooh, a lot of like, I find that when I travel, a lot of Black women, because you don't see too many Black women traveling, you see it more now, but I feel like a lot of Black women are like, oh, you're a Black girl traveling. Like, let's connect in some sort of way. So it, She it's wasn't Black. 
<laughs> Let's throw that out there. She wasn't yeah, she black. Was, she wasn't black. Majority of the people. Well, the so what? Women power. Women power. Yeah, we were. The Be only- nice. We were the only black people, and then, but this is not the time to hash out our trip. But just say. No, we were the only black people, but guess what? Everybody wasn't American. They had people from all over the place. So it's not like, you know, you can't make everything like white and black. People came from America. They had other people from like Germany and whatever else. Some people that was in, that lived in Costa Rica. Yeah. White. white. (laughs) But you can't say it's not black and white and then you say Germany. And Germany is. Yeah, but it's still different though. It's still a little different. It was different from different, like it was a cultural thing of like people from it was a traveling group. And so they were coming, they came from different places and came to coast around the world. So you can't really say it's like our typical black and white type thing. Yeah. It was a different, yeah, it was very different. It was really good different, if that makes sense. So, yeah, so that was our experience at Costa Rica. It was really a great trip, though. Um, I guess we could go on to, like, traveling during COVID, which is <laughs> what Liv and I did. And actually, all of us been doing for some time since COVID happened. And just, like, traveling statewide and then traveling internationally, like, it's become a huge trend. And I think people are, like, more so, like, it's summer, so they're trying to live their best lives. Hot girl summer is still a thing. It's trending along with other trends of, just like, I guess everybody's been shut down for so long because of COVID. And so now we're just like getting out into the world. Yeah. Also, in the beginning, oh, my bad. Go ahead. Also, in the beginning when there was lockdown, airline prices was dropping. So it was hella cheap to travel. So it was like the time to get it is now. The world is shut down, but it's cheap. So, but yeah, all that too. Yeah. Yup, even down to like passports and people doing passport renewals or even getting their actual, their first time getting their passports. It's like crazy. Like I almost thought I was not going to get my passport in time for Costa Rica because I had to renew mine and yeah, it was like a slippery slope. You can't even like get these people like for a straight month. I've been calling them just trying to get in contact with them and yeah, busy tone, busy tone, busy tone, busy tone on hold for about two hours or more and so on so i suggest if you guys do need to renew your passports do it now there is a long wait i think it moved up to like 18 weeks now i would i would highly suggest yeah because when i started it was 10 weeks this is just routine 10 weeks and it moved up to 12 weeks literally like not last month yeah last month and I still didn't get my passport yet and it was just like crazy so yeah it's like a they're like backed up and I don't even know why they're backed up in the first place yes COVID is still going on but guess what everybody has been living life through COVID we don't have no other choice so get your damn workers back into the office and let's get it going and travel could also be going up too because like the world change within like the last couple months so people might be like i need to travel like you never know what's going to happen tomorrow so maybe we should travel and actually go out and experience things that's the only reason i can see i mean i can't imagine their employees not being back because people went back to work like how long ago so i just feel like more people probably just traveling now 
that but then also remember like they don't have like enough workers in the office or you know like time i don't freaking know but it's been like a whole thing i don't know people still working from home i don't freaking know but there's that there's no excuse get your behinds in the office i understand covid is scary yes people are still getting covid but people out here trying to travel and y'all here wow Wow, Olivia, <laughs> that sounds so much People out here trying to travel. Also, it could be a backup on purpose too because of COVID. And, you know, like, we're not about to rush this or anything like that. So, you know, let's take our sweet time and do whatever, whatever. First of all, it takes four weeks. Y'all know the mailing system is, it can be A1. It, it, it has the ability to be A1. Why does it take four weeks to get to the office and you shipping it priority even, even before covid it was a thing so i think it took me six weeks to get mine even before covid it always was a long process i don't know why but it was always a long process that but six weeks is not that long that's but not that it, long is it because your passport is basically the highest thing of identification, so they have to go through like a whole verification process too. Because it takes passports also has been taken. It takes a minute too, even when you get the first one, like your very first one. It takes a minute to get back. Yeah, your very first one. <laughs> but well, then it's like it's the same thing. It takes minutes. It has to go through Homeland Security and all of this crap. But come on, think about it too. In this new age, come on. If y'all, if FBI out here finding crime, <laughs> people who's doing crazy oh things, like one, two, three, like, come on, no. Come on. Y'all, the girl is crazy. We already know. It's okay. Like, <laughs> if the FBI background checks, I, I have no idea, like, what's the process of it, but, like, if you got to do a background check, it doesn't even take that long either. But don't forget, people make it a lot harder, too, because people be out here trying to fraud the government. So the vetting process is a lot different. We have done our fair share of traveling, though. But I'm ready for some more. But first, I got to give me a J-O-B, so just stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm done after September, low-key, honestly. I'm done until further notice. Unless we go from stateside where I can see y'all doing a break. Yeah, traveling is low-key done. Well, for me, my first page. Let me stop. <laughs> but um <laughs> I shoot, I already got some ideas already, but now I need to restack up my savings, affordable living. You know, I have to live within my means, you know, <laughs> not beyond within. <laughs> Right now, I'm like well beyond my means, but (laughs) I'm getting sucked back into reality really quick. So, you know, there's always a balance. (laughs) So we had talked a lot and mentioned social media all throughout, right? And I feel like this is like the biggest trend and the biggest topic for us. Um, Social media is huge and has taken over the world. I will say, yeah, social media is kind of like we... I personally mindless scroll for hours. So we're all on social media. We have multiple social social media platforms that we all get on. So it's just like 
social media it's good and it's bad like people are networking people are starting businesses people are getting to the bag but then there's also the people who spend eight hours just mindlessly scrolling and not actually living in like present time and enjoying their life me for example which is why I deactivated my account but now I'm on TikTok so it's it's the devil y'all it's a trap don't do it don't do it social media is very addicting though but it's nice to see like it's it's a it's good and bad you can connect with people you learn a lot of things it's a outlet it's an escape but I just feel like we have to manage it a little bit better well personally I I definitely agree on that. I get very uneasy with social media now. I mean, I've been going in and out during school and whatever, so I've taken long breaks. So I know what it feels to be without social media, and it actually feels really good. So now being on it, sometimes I do feel like a little uneasy, a little overwhelmed, just like scrolling, and then you catch yourself being just like, all right, I could be doing other things. Like, seriously, come on. So... I'm about to take me a break. I need like a whole month break. So I'm about to do that. And I bought me some books. So I'm about to do that. I'm about to read some books. I haven't read like joyful reading, like <laughs> things that, you know, are not about school. <laughs> so I'm about to start doing that. And we're going to see how that goes. But yeah, get off of social media and start living life because what's in front of you is more important. So that is very true. I agree with that. Gone without social media. Like that time I just recently took a break. That was everything. Cause I found myself, I was like, I just clicked off of here. Nobody posted in the last three minutes. Why am I back on here? It's <laughs> like, right? Yeah. I guess it's because it's like and sometimes you just don't have you don't have anything to do, or you actually mm-hmm. have stuff to do, but it's like I rather just do this because it's easier at the moment and just be all up in it so deactivating social media definitely tiktok is addicting tiktok is addicting to the fact where i would look oh, at TikToks and like the dances i probably know seven off the top of my head and could do on my sleep <laughs> like it's really bad nah. it's good like the marketing strategies we get just from like from podcasts and just like People talking about how to strategize and do things like that. Content-wise, that is really helpful and really good, right? It's powerful so you can build your brand and do whatever. The other side of that, no, it's not helpful. <laughs> it's just sucking you in into this world, like this big old hole. But I even know this one girl, she's an influencer too. She very well takes breaks. She very well takes her breaks. She always saying like, all right, y'all, I've been going for a while or she about to say that she's going for a while and she will be back maybe like a month or so later. And I don't know if she has like a regular job or she only does like creative content or whatever you call it. But yeah, she very well does that. And I see her do it health healthy. It's very healthy, <laughs> healthily, if that's even a word, but... <laughs> yeah kudos to that because i even feel like we just all simply need it being on social media come on y'all i don't know even having jobs you would think people having jobs and they still wouldn't be on social media as often as you think shit girl and me and break you get that's when you're going on social media every little break you get yeah 
No, it's when you're in meetings, people talking to you in your face, you just click the little app and go. I wish somebody I've would it. do that. I've seen it happen. Yeah. Don't I do it. Did, I probably did it to somebody too, to be honest. Don't do it. It's just easy. But it, uh, it, I think that's why I definitely had to deactivate mine because I will literally uninstall it and then I'll reinstall it a minute later because it's like, in that time, the week I deactivated it, that was like the hardest week because it was like, all right, so what do I do now? Like, and it should never be like that. Like, social media should not be my life. I was literally like, so is anybody going to text me or am I about to like, start watching TV? Like, wow. what do I do? So, but that yeah, we have to real things. Yeah, it's hella, it's scary. But then that means deactivating too from all social media, just not like Instagram. That means TikTok, yeah. Facebook, what's uh, Instagram, Snapchat. Even yeah. I found myself when I did that, I started going on Pinterest more. Okay, granted, Pinterest is my thing. Like, yeah, but it's like another form of social media. Because it's like, yeah. <laughs> so deactivating all the things that can grab your attention that is not like, feeding you like goodness especially like don't have times of just like injustices that were happening in america they happen every day but just like the hard-hitting ones of like the killings of black people just like any hardships that were going on in the world in general like hearing about haiti and like people reposting like things like that that the world is taking a toll that affects people and i don't think they understand like it takes a mental toll on you and just having to step back from it because I think I had to do that the last time like something was going on and I was just like this is too much everybody's posting everybody's reposting everybody wants to have a fake conversation about something this isn't healthy for me deactivate I'm gone see y'all I agree I very much agree so I mean if you guys just like what Amara said um looking around for thing, other things to do. Actually hit up your friends, text them. And that's that. Like, I find myself doing that too. Like, if I come off of social media, I'm actually, like, reaching out to text text my friends, actually. And, I'm, and I'll be, like, okay with that. Or, like, that one friend that I can know that I can actually talk to, like, continuously, maybe, to, like, keep it up, just, you know. That's why it's good to have group chats, you know, just put in a little sprinkle of something that it flourish while you out the loop <laughs> my gosh but then it don't help when you off social media and then one of us sending a tiktok or a video or something inside of a chat i'll be the first one to say screenshot it um oh I'm but i'm saying that's not even helpful it's like i still will see content that's actually on nah, no i'll tell somebody no the real the real fight is you telling somebody to screenshot it instead of clicking on that link and actually going on there to go see yeah. it, to see what it is. I'll be like, screenshot it. Half of y'all friends be lazy as hell. They don't want to screenshot it for you. I'll be like, y'all ain't real. Y'all ain't shit for that. I'll be like, all right, whatever. I guess I'll see it when I come back or not. Whatever. But yeah, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Doing that. It's one of the most hardest things. I've done that to my friends a lot of times. Screenshot it. I can't see video recording. <laughs> the real ones. The real ones actually do that. So it's like, hey, it is what it is. 
because yeah. if you click that link, you probably gonna start scrolling. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, the trap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just have a balance. Cause if you're on social media all day, you're not really living. Like I'm starting to pick up hobbies and stuff. Like I wouldn't have did this if I was spending all my time on social media. So it's have a good balance. You don't want to have all your life just be on your phone. Like you want to actually do stuff in real life. So yeah. find other hobbies. It's about balance, y'all, because there is positives also about like that come from oh child. There's positives that come from social media as well. So agree, agree. I definitely agree. Well, thank you all. That is all the time we have. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the couch. We appreciate you as we have just wrapped up episode five. We have fun here, y'all. Thanks for joining us on the couch. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Follow us on Instagram and YouTube at underscore confessions from the couch. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. See you on our next episode.